You're listening to RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. The views and opinions expressed by our guests, hosts, and or DJs do not, we repeat, do not reflect the official policy or position of RGV Titan Radio, our affiliates, or our sponsors. RGVTitanRadio.com. We are the 956. To the Movie Know It All podcast here on RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. We are your hosts. I'm Will. And I'm Bob. And Kalel, no. <laughs> just no, man. Why are we doing this to ourselves today, Will? Just, just no. Just, just, just don't. <laughs> We're going to talk about a, a really bad version of this film because I desperately want to talk about the good one. So, uh, in case you guys have been living under a rock the last, uh, I want to say maybe a year, a year or so, less than a year, um, yeah, man, HBO Max has dropped the Zack Snyder version of uh, the Justice League film and has has called it Zack Snyder's Justice League because, you know, apparently he's a god now. No, he is. And there's a very real difference between Justice League and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. And it's it's about two and a half hours. (laughs) That's the difference. But but no, man, like uh, it's here's the thing. The story that this movie has gone through to get made it's basically everything that is wrong with the Hollywood system and and how uh, the the movie making corporations deal with uh, what they consider failure mm-hmm. okay and the difference between this movie <laughs> and uh, and between the two movies is just like if you want to know what is wrong with the Hollywood with Hollywood then you know everything is there watching these those like, two movies yeah like watching them back to back is something else man isn't like, it like it, it it's it's um and it's and it's so funny because the they they basically took the bones of what Joss or what uh Zack Snyder wanted to do yeah and they gave it and I'm not gonna lie to you like Joss Whedon is a totally competent filmmaker. He's an extremely competent filmmaker. Don't at me, bro. But he's an extremely competent filmmaker. He's made one of my favorite comic book movies of all time, which is The Avengers. Uh, he made some Ooh. really good TV. <laughs> but he's 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 good at what he does. I'm not, this I'm not, time, I'm not, not so saying much. he isn't. I'm not saying he isn't. Because it's been really hard for me because, like, what the Snyder Cut did... Um, very successfully was it made me hate Joss Whedon for a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like some real hate for a moment. Yeah. Like it is a complete and total butchering of what this was supposed to be. Yeah. And, like I always knew it was supposed to be good. And I, I mean, here's the thing. Um, Anybody that knows me knows I am a forever Batman apologist. I am a forever a DC apologist. Even when they screw up, I'm like, no, they didn't. <laughs> like, 
as I get older, I enjoy Batman and Robin more. That's how much Batman I Batman and Robin okay. was supposed to be bad, bad on purpose. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> no, it was not, but it it was very bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like in comparing, okay, food for thought. When I went to go see Justice League, Joss Whedon's Justice League, um, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it because it's Batman. It was Superman. It was Aquaman. It was Wonder Woman. It was the fucking Justice League. Mm-hmm. I was excited to see it on the big screen. Like, it was very exciting to see it on the big screen. Um, regardless, it was still a pretty bad movie. And I walked out confused and not satisfied. Uh, for retrospect, again, like I've said before on the show, I don't know if Batman v Superman really is a bad movie. To me, it's amazing. Yeah. I got everything I was promised and more. In Batman v Superman, um, it, it's not without its error, uh, but I still think it's a fucking fantastic and amazing movie. Um, yeah. That being said, you can still see Warner Brothers' fingerprints all over it. Um, yeah. Zack Snyder's Justice League does not have Warner Brothers fingerprints on it. Um, it is very free from Warner Brothers fingerprints and. To see what Joss Whedon did, because Zack Snyder's been infinitely nice about Joss Whedon. Uh, <laughs> That's because the, the reason why is because he never actually saw the Joss Whedon cut. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> That's he why he's been nice, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> Zack Snyder did shoot a whole bunch of it. Like, he had yeah. shot a bunch of it, um, but by the time... He was halfway into filming it. Uh, he made it very clear, like, I'm accidentally making a four-hour movie. I don't know what you guys want to do about that. But, like, this is going to be a four-hour movie. Yeah. Like, I can't tell the story any other way. And then tragedy it was, happened. It was originally supposed to be broken up into two movies. Yeah, it's supposed it's to be broken into two, two movies. Yeah. Um. So... You know, tragedy happens. His daughter tragically takes her own life, and he can't continue this movie. Which, um, which, which I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in a, a little conspiracy theory here. Um, unfortunately, his 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 daughter did pass away. Uh, it was extremely tragic. But somebody like like uh, Zack Snyder, he's the kind of person that would throw himself into his work. Uh, you know, if he's if he's he was so damn heartbroken, like it. it, yeah. it uh, I remember reading an interview saying that he was he was so numb that he couldn't talk to any like every single person that he talked to reminded him of her. You yeah. Know? And yeah. so he locked himself in the room working on the film. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, Warner Brothers, unfortunately, it was at the time when Batman v Superman was released. Mm-hmm. And um when that happened, it had gotten some really bad reviews. Yeah, uh, mostly because Warner Brothers came in and chopped the shit out of it. Yeah, and, and they like, won't and they won't pay the same critics that Disney pays. <laughs> yeah, but Give they use that they use that tragedy mm-hmm. as a way to say, "Hey, look, um, we're going to remove you from the movie." Uh, you're you can keep your name on it, but we're gonna take you off, and we're just gonna tell everybody that you left because of your daughter and that you wanted to be with your family. Like that's what happened, dude. Like yeah, he yeah. was he was he was forced off this film. It feels like it. It really did. And then 
you bring in somebody like Joss Whedon, and I completely understand why you would. Yeah. Um, the Avengers was a success, uh, despite how bad I think it is. Uh, Avengers Two is a great a movie. Do you shut your yapper? Uh, I because he shut did. Your he, take, oh, Yoko. he did Avengers Two, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That one doesn't count. No, it fucking <laughs> no. If if Batman and Robin is part of the multiverse, Age of Ultron fucking counts. And like he made um, a lot of mistakes with that movie, uh, a lot of mistakes. And the thing is on and off screen. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the big problem with that was, is that everybody kept saying it was good. Uh, the sure. critics lied to us and kept telling us, oh, it's so good. Oh, it's one of the best things ever. It's trash. It's a very poorly put together movie. Um, I get why you would like grab Joss Whedon, add some of that Joss Whedon humor, um, you know, add some of that Buffy the Batman Slayer. <laughs> like, yeah. I get it, and, and I I totally understand why you would reach out to him, but like, he had a job to do, so I try not to hate him, um, but you know, he didn't have anything invested into this movie. Like, we no. just need you by name. Like, Zack Snyder is still going to be credited as the director, but everybody's going to know you did it. Like, cool. Like, so you grab Joss Whedon. And even I remember thinking, like, well, if you were going to grab anybody, I, I, I guess you would grab Joss Whedon. I understand that. Yeah. But then to get the product that we got and to know that Joss Whedon didn't care and Warner Brothers just, like, cut it up and do this with it. And Joss Whedon was like, whatever, I don't give a shit. Your movie. Like, he didn't care. It's very obvious he didn't care because this movie is soulless. It always was soulless. Mm -hmm. But like to to go back and and rewatch the tragedy that is Joss Whedon's Justice League <laughs> yeah. and to follow it with Zack Snyder's Justice League like yeah. the real Justice League like so it, it, it's such a fucking giant wave of his dick. <laughs> like it is, dude. Like I, yeah. I mean, like Zack Snyder wins biggest like dick and geekdom, doesn't he? I think like, so, man. And and it it's it's it really really upsets me, and I take it really personal when people say that Zack Snyder is a bad filmmaker. Man, okay. Let me let and me explain something. Watching like, watching. Somebody, see this. This is this is when when you have two different directors making the quote unquote same movie. Mm -hmm. This is why talent is important, right? You know, this is where you show your talent. Zack Snyder showed that his talent is bigger than Joss Whedon's. It's much bigger. It's bigger, <laughs> thicker, and veinier. Like. Yes. <laughs> It, it's unquestionably he's unquestionably far more creative um and don't get me wrong dude like i i think josh whedon's a fairly creative dude i fucking love firefly i adore buffy like yeah. i loved all that shit but my heart has always been dc like yeah. i I'm, i've sort of removed myself from the idea of like who's better uh, you know, who's better, Marvel or DC? Uh, <laughs> I sort of removed myself from that conversation now because, like, it's not even a question to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Like that's like for for me anyway. That's like saying what's ble- what's better, this plate of vegetables or this fucking like fattening ass pizza. <laughs> like, you know, different yeah. palettes. I guess I I am not. Yeah. I, I do not have a palette for Marvel. Uh, I enjoy uh, I enjoy a lot of things Marvel. I really do. But like when it comes to uniting a group of superheroes. Like Justice League or Avengers, like Justice League, a hundred million thousand percent. It's always been that way ever since I was a kid. And to know that there's somebody out there that that not only understood it, but like really read the comics and understood how grand these stories are mm-hmm. and how deserving they are of a big cinematic treatment. Like you can say what you want about Zack Snyder. People will say what they want. And I'll get into this more on the next episode when we talk about his Justice League. But I'm going to point something out right now and I'll explain so much more of it um, next episode. He has absolutely changed the game. Yeah. Movie making is going to be different now because he made a four-hour film in possible to put in theaters you just can't do it no matter not even lord of the rings tried to do that (laughs) no no matter how good it is you only have a certain amount of time that the theater is open the theater does close the, the the shows stop at a certain time and if you want this movie to make that kind of money you can't occupy the theater for four hours and then get it to be clean in an hour and then clear a path another 45 minutes for somebody to come in then show 45 minutes of trailers and then a four-hour movie you can only realistically show it like two times a day right it's impossible so he went and made this movie and he put it on HBO Max, where you guys will stream eight episodes of anything. Like, you'll sit there for eight hours. It's not a question of whether or not you'll sit there and watch something. You will. And he figured it out, how to make a four-hour movie about superheroes, entertaining, grandiose. I have felt, watching this movie, I have only felt this way one other time in my life that I can remember. Um, and that was with Terminator 2. Mm. When I was a kid and I saw Terminator 2, I thought to myself, like, this is different. Like, this is big. Like, this is too big. This is bigger than anything anyone's ever done. Like, this is spectacular in a very different way. I always get excited watching a new Batman movie. Always. And this is the the first time I didn't see one in theaters. This is the first Batman movie that I did not see in theaters. Mm-hmm. Literally, from part one to fucking Avengers, to fucking Avengers, to Justice League. <laughs> yeah. Same thing, if you think about it. Um, <laughs> I, I've seen every single incider- in inception of Batman in live action. Like, live action film, I've seen it in theaters. This was the first one that I didn't see, and I'm glad that I saw it at home, that I was comfortable Mm-hmm. And like that, I got to sit back for four hours and watch this madness, this incredible story that isn't without its errors, just yeah. to watch it unfold the way that it does and to keep it so engaging and so interesting. There's so much to unpack with it. But first, yeah. you really do have to drop the anchor on what 
Joss Whedon did with this movie. Yeah, what 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 happened was, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of things went down in order for this version of Justice League, Zack Snyder's version, to um, make it into the open. A lot happened. Mm -hmm. And what we're going to do is we're going to break it down into two episodes. So uh, Mm -hmm. this week, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, the road to Zack Snyder's Justice League, starting with when he was pretty much uh let's go ahead and start with what happened post batman v superman because that's really when all this started okay yeah Zack snyder was hollywood's golden boy he uh he made movies that uh like had like critics loved and like audiences uh just flocked to see he 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 did the impossible and he remade dawn of the dead and it was a damn good movie quite possibly as good as the original i'm not gonna say better but i will it was better yeah better than the original I have no qualms about it. And understand me when I say that I love Romero's original. Like, I think it's a fucking timeless classic. But you want to talk about the better movie, the more intense story, the more fucking scary movie? Give me a fucking break. Zack Snyder did for zombies what Spielberg did for dinosaurs. He made it (laughs) very fucking cool again. He made it very interesting and very cool. And then what did he do? He followed up Dawn of the Dead with... um, 300. Yeah. I was about to say, I was like, it's 300. Which I saw in theaters twice. Yeah. Same. And I saw yeah, it three and, times. <laughs> and like, and then I bought it on DVD as soon as it came out. And I watched that DVD so many times, dude. I freaking love that movie, dude. The visuals that he came up with and the way the story was told was just like something that I had never seen before. Can I ask you a question? You know, uh, can I ask you a question? Did you walk out of three hundred like I did, just wishing a motherfucker would try to start a fight? <laughs> oh, my adrenaline was so high every time I came out of three hundred. Like I wish a motherfucker would. Like I had never felt so ashamed of my body after walking out of three hundred. <laughs> like like Gerard is. Butler, dude. Gerard Butler, who is this this uh, beer gutted uh, Irishman, Scot <laughs> Scotsman, Scotsman, like. Yeah. He uh, he worked out for seven months to get that six pack, dude, and they still airbrushed it. Yeah, they still had to airbrush you know? it. There's so many good fucking like, and that movie is so fun because like, there are some things that people just because I heard a lot of people like talk shit about it. Like, it's just stupid for the sake of being stupid. Like, it's just action for the sake of being action. Like, some stuff is over the top and doesn't yeah. make sense. And I'm like, okay, but you caught that at the end of it, this guy is telling a story, hyping up 10,000 men, saying that 300 of us killed armies. And there was only 300 of us. We fought animals. We fought beasts. We fought gods and we won. Like, then there was only 300 of us. Can you imagine what 10,000 of us could do? Exactly. That's the point of the movie. And that's what people don't understand. That's not real. Like, dude, he's hyping. He's a hype man. Like he's a freaking hype man. Like he's, he's, he's like uh, trying to get his troops up. You know, I explained that scenario to some girl and a guy that I do not remember their names at a party like 12 years ago that I just got invited to because I was hanging out with another friend so like but they were talking about how much they hated it they had just gone to see it and they were talking about how much they hated it 
And I explained that to them. And they were like, I think we need to go back and see that again. <laughs> like, I didn't really catch that, but that makes it a much cooler, like, yeah. like the idea behind that is cooler. I'm like, of course it was over the top and weird. It was yeah. supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, he's hyping his men up. Like, yeah. Good story. Like, I'm an apologist for Sucker Punch. I think there's a lot wrong with it, but, like, I enjoyed it. I thought it was weird. The Snyder Cut of <laughs> Sucker Punch is pretty good. I had never seen Sucker Punch. I I, uh, I I skipped that one and I skipped the Owls of Gahul. That's another Zack Snyder uh, film. Yeah. Uh, CGI, which I, I'm told is one of the best CGI movies ever made. I haven't seen that one yet either. Yeah. Uh, Watchmen, like, will always defend Watchmen. Watchmen always. got my attention uh, because before the movie came out, I didn't read the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually got me interested in the graphic novel because uh, the trailer, while it looked awesome and it looked great, it was made for people who are fans of the graphic novel because yes, all it, it did, all it did was show like, look how close we are to the book, right? Let me let me tell you something about that really quick. I'm sorry, uh, like <laughs> it's just because I I did read the novel. I did read uh, the graphic novel long before. The movie came out. I read the graphic yeah. novel in like 2002. Okay. And I adored it because it's such a nihilistic and existential view of what it's like to be a superhero in an ungrateful world. Yeah. In a dark world, in a fucking scary world where you're asking real people to make life or death decisions. It is absurd. Like it tells the same story that Superman went on to be, but without the God complex. Mm-hmm. Like this is humans having to do a lot of really fucked up shit and like it was brilliant so normally when you go see a movie you don't think or you kind of know you're inevitably going to see a trailer for a movie that you would rather be seeing than the one that you're actually seeing right now I I thought this would not happen in 2007 because I saw that trailer at the beginning of The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, yeah, that was a big deal because The Dark Knight was the biggest movie of the year. And then what what did what trailer did they have in front of it? Freaking Watchmen, Watchmen. which took my attention. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I forgot what movie I was watching for a second. You know, I t- I turned and looked at my girlfriend at the time, and I said, "Is it gonna be five hours? <laughs> like how? Yeah, like, I couldn't fathom it. Like up until the bank scene in the Dark Knight. Like the rest of the time, my mind was occupied. Like, yeah, how the fuck can you do that? It's impossible. Like you cannot do Watchmen. Yeah, and like Zack Snyder got it. Like yeah, he, and he did it in two and two and a half. To, well, what was it a three-hour movie? I think it was a three-hour three hour movie. Three-hour movie. Yeah, two and a half cut is the theatrical cut, but there yeah. is the three-hour version, which is like yeah. far superior. Yeah, and yeah. and and he made uh, while he was extremely faithful to the comic book, uh, he he made some some really big changes. Yeah, yeah. and really including good. the end, which. Yes. I will forever defend because it is such a better ending than the, than the novel was. It's I was like, what like what a great spot to pick to end it, bro. Yeah. Like, good job. <laughs> like, what a what a fucking brilliant move that was. Yeah. But then but then again, uh I watched uh the, the HBO Watchmen, the 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 new TV series. Yeah. And yeah. they it that's actually a sequel to the novel. <coughs> and um 
they continue that story because in the original novel it ended with with uh, um, with them making a genetically modified or genetically enhanced giant psychic squid. Yeah. And um, and this one they they continue they continue the story and and it, and it kind of I kind of I kind of like how they how they you know expanded on on that ridiculous ridiculous ending <laughs> any any anything in a anything in the dc universe with eight legs is is a thanagarian snare beast <laughs> yeah <laughs> you don't have those on your planet <laughs> <laughs> like i said it too like in with with snyder's justice league with the spiders i was like thanagarian snare beast <laughs> so with that, on, the strength, <laughs> on the strength of that movie which I think uh, it it made some pretty good money. Uh, it it didn't really do too well with the with the with the critics, but people who were fans of the novel uh, really, I think, I think gravitated towards it, and I think they gave it a pass, especially yeah. you know people who who did say that it was unfilmable. Um, unfortunately, Alan Moore still hasn't seen it, <laughs> so yeah. But uh, you know that that's that's not that's not uh, you shouldn't be offended by. I don't by think. It. Yeah, I was like Alan Moore doesn't like his own writing. Yeah, like, so he's, he's a miserable human. Like <laughs> he's as Bukowski as it gets when it comes to graphic. He's the Bukowski of graphic novels. He's gonna eat a shotgun yeah. one day. You'll see. <laughs> I, I don't think he can get it past his beard, dude. <laughs> like I no for real. If somebody were to tell me tomorrow, Alan Moore shot himself, I'm like yeah. Would have done. They're like, like barely. <laughs> yeah, I was like, didn't like Mandela effect? Didn't he do that like twenty years ago? Like, no, well, fuck me. I've had it with this world. <laughs> yeah, no, we know. Read his, read his graphic novels. We know he's yeah. had it. This fucking world. <laughs> like, so uh, Zack Snyder got the gig that everybody wanted, and they gave him the Superman reboot. Okay. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. When Zack Snyder was given the 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 reins to the uh, basically the 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 DC universe, the the new DC universe that that uh, Warner Brothers was trying to rip off from Disney, yeah, they uh, um, there was a lot of a lot of hate, man. And I remember reading a bunch of uh, uh, a bunch of online posts of people saying that it's gonna suck, like like even before the camera started rolling dude like they're saying oh it's gonna suck and it's gonna be you know there's not gonna be any color to it you know it's gonna be damp and dire and all that stuff but what he did with man of steel um it it i think it it rejuvenated what superman was supposed to be because everybody knows that the character the stereotypical character of Superman is this big blue boy scout who does everything right. He's like, you know, the Hulk Hogan of superheroes, dude. You know, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, you know, like like always smiling and stuff. But he took it and he did what he did with the Watchmen, which was he deconstructed what it meant to be a superhero. Right. Or basically he deconstructed what it meant to be an actual alien looking for your place in the world. Right. You know? Now, what would happen to a child who found out that they had powers that nobody else had? Yeah. And that your father or the person who you think is your <laughs> father, uh, your father figure, telling you, you can't use your powers or else somebody's going to come and take you away or, you know, they're going to want to do stuff to you. Like, right. you, like you're, you're, 
you're you live in this home and the people who you think you belong with mm-hmm. are are also you're also scared of them for what yeah. they might do to you you know right and it's, and it's a really scary notion and it could have gone in a very different way look at brightburn brightburn exactly that's exactly the kind of thing that that uh, i think would happen in real life yeah like that's you know? the kind of reaction i would expect from somebody who all of a sudden knew that they had the strength of a god yeah like they had all the strength and all the powers of a god and they're a kid and somebody asks you don't do anything with it yeah like are you fucking kidding me yeah like bro you have no idea if i woke up with brightburn powers tomorrow you have no <laughs> idea how many politicians i would just lift into the sky and drop and drop <laughs> i would just drop them like i've always wanted to see something like that just a superhero that flies in and just picks up corrupt politicians and just drops them <laughs> then we have no more politicians dude. yeah well yeah but i mean like talk about cleaning shit up yeah like how do you how do you ask somebody like that to restrain themselves yeah like it's insane it's an absurd thing to ask and like now comes the question of the only thing that's separating him from conquering is his morals exactly and there's this great scene i don't know if we're ever going to have a chance to talk about uh uh, man of steel which is to this day uh my favorite superman movie same uh there's Absolutely. a scene there's a scene where uh Clark saves a bus full of his classmates from yeah. drowning, you know? And like everybody <laughs> comes comes to their house saying like Clark can do all this stuff, Clark can do all this stuff. And his dad who's who's played brilliantly by Kevin Costner, sorry uh sorry Ryan, but he's played brilliantly by by Kevin Costner. He comes up to him and he's he's like like what am I supposed to do? Like let him drown? And he says I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Like, I can't, I'm not burdened with this. Like, yeah. You are like, and it's a real, like big, then it's something that both his fathers instill on him is that like, you have a choice to make. Like it is ultimately up to you. Like there's nothing stopping you from just conquering. Yeah. Like you can conquer this earth or you can serve them or you can work beside them. Like, you can do what you want. Like, and now it's his morality. Yeah. Like, how many morals could you really, really have if you knew there was no real consequence to it? Exactly. Exactly. And and I love how, how he's constantly, he's constantly uh, covertly reiterating where his alliances lie. Mm-hmm. Like at the at the end of Man of Steel, um, he's like, "How do I know like the 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 captain?" He's like, "How do I know? How do I know you're going to, uh, um, you know, keep America's best interests forward?" He's like, "He's like, I grew up in Kansas. Like yeah. I'm as American as we get, you know. Like, like I'm I'm on your side. Yeah, I'm an American. You know, like I'm I'm you know yeah. I grew up here, which know? is why I've never this understood why. Which is why I never understood why Superman don't sound like this. <laughs> yeah. Nice to meet you, Miss Lane. <laughs> we doggy. Right? <laughs> Superman is going to the moon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh. Nah, man, you just sprinkle a little kryptonite and that moonshine fucks me up. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I Neil before this, Zod. Yeah, like, I never understood why he didn't have, like, the Kansas accent. Like, why, why he's got to have a sexy deep man voice. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did. They did kind of like, like, uh, uh, 
throw in that heavy-handed allegory with Jesus Christ, but you know, it's, oh, it's. I mean, there's no other way you could do it. Like it, it's, it's, it's. You have to throw in that Christ allegory because that's yeah, what it is. He's a god, you know. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's a god. Like even the comic books have acknowledged that the new gods, like all that shit, like he's it's he's something different. Yeah, and like it, it, it's it's. I don't know, man. There was so much with that story, and like, he didn't get too much of a chance to expand on that when it came to uh, uh, Batman v Superman. Yeah. Um, we expanded very little on that, and um, just to see where where it all went, because Warner Brothers is just so desperate to catch up with with Marvel, and like, yeah, I bro, mean. Like, they just didn't understand that they had Disney backing them. And like yeah. Disney is a fucking monopoly. Like they control so much. And like, excuse me. I knew that the critics were full of shit when I saw the reviews for Age of Ultron. Like yeah. you're full of shit. If you're going to sit here and tell me this was a good movie, it wasn't a good movie. Like stop playing me to me anyway. Like stop hyping it the way you're hyping it. Like even I've read at least four bad reviews for Snyder's Justice League and I'm like, just slap yourself in the mouth. Like you're so fucking <laughs> like you have a journalism degree, huh? Like, goddamn, someone should break your fingers. It's so bad. It like, really upsets me. It really upsets me because like, let's face it, man. They think it's cool to bash Snyder. Yeah. They think it's cool to bash <laughs> anything that's good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I I get it. Like sometimes it's just fun to bash, but yeah. like you're full of shit. You know, when it yeah. comes to a lot of stuff Zack Snyder's done, you're full of shit. And like I'm willing to let go of a lot of stuff, but like this this Snyder's Justice League is not one of those things that I'm like, you're full of shit. Like I don't buy it. Yeah. Like you don't like movies, dude. <laughs> and like like you're gonna tell me that wasn't fun? You're gonna tell me that wasn't brilliant? Like that was Terminator too good. I don't say that lightly. Like yeah. I really fucking don't. And, like, to see them really get to expand on this universe and to expand on, like, Superman and not have the goddamn CGI top lip, like, that was nice. Um, <laughs> and it's just stuff like that. Like, you can tell the indifference in Justice League. Like, you can certainly see an indifference to it. Yeah. Um, even the, like... Okay, so let's 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 start this this review when it comes to this movie. Yeah, uh, like we start out with like Batman hanging out on the roof of a building, and he's trying to attract a parademon with fear. Which uh, out of nowhere, out I mean, of nowhere, let, 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 let's just let's just lay it all right here, dude. We had never heard. Like, like in, in, in Batman v Superman, it ended, at least uh, Zack Snyder's cut, it ended with Lex Luthor in the waters speaking with Steppenwolf. But he's not named. He's not, uh, like, he's not acknowledged. The only thing we know is the bell has rung and he can't <laughs> unring it. Yeah. You know? That's all we know. Okay? And then you jump into... Uh, this uh, uh, Joss Whedon's Justice League, and all of a sudden, this B Batman fighting a parademon. Yeah. What is this thing? Where did this thing come from? Okay, we'll answer that question right now. After he defeats it, yeah, the entire like... plan is emblazoned on the wall. 
yeah like what the fuck like all right <laughs> silly but whatever i'm with you it's batman like he did a backflip i think it's cool yeah and like so then we cut from there to what is obviously a Zack snyder opening yeah. uh it's the slow-mo of people in the streets you know soup the the god is dead superman is dead newspapers and shit and fucking yeah. Somebody covering a Leonard Cohen song, just everybody knows. And like, is that a Leonard Cohen song? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. And um, like, so you know, you have all this, and I'm like, very Zack Snyder. And then we go directly to Iceland, where like Batman's just climbing a mountain. I'm like, okay, weren't you fighting? Parad- okay, yeah. Cool. Like, I know what they, these things are because I read the comics. I read the mm-hmm. comics. I read the novels. I read. I watch the cartoons. I know what a parademon is. Like, even if it's yeah. designed for a movie, it's still a parademon. Like, uh, you know, you just foot soldiers a foot soldier. Whether he's yeah. <laughs> Same thing with the parademons. Like, okay, they have goggles. It's a parademon. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, and, and like you know, all of a sudden he's in Iceland, just like hanging out with Aquaman. Like talking and shit, and like, you know, he drops that. I hear you can talk to fish line, and it's yeah. like, uh huh, uh huh. I get it. It's from the cartoon. I've seen Super Friends yeah. too. Like, <laughs> whatever. It's like he's got a surface knowledge of 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 uh of the of what what goes on in the comics. You know? Yeah, like it is. It's it's very like surface knowledge. It would be like asking like a seventy year old man. About Superman, like uh, he flies, he's he's strong. Uh, the green rocks hurt him. What's it called? It Krypton, Kryptonite, Kryptonite. Like you, I, I, you know what I mean? Like it's real. It's all surface level knowledge of Batman and like and like the the Justice League, and that's fine. You can obviously make a movie based on it, like they yeah. did. Um, but I mean, but I mean, you follow you follow a movie like Batman v Superman. Mm. with 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 it uh, what is like it's almost like hitting a like a brick wall with the yeah. tone you know? yeah it, and because the, the first thing, thing and we skipped it we actually skipped it the very first scene of this movie is superman being filmed by these little kids oh god who yeah. are obviously adults portraying little kids yeah you know? yeah and the and the infamous uh mustache Jeez. okay which is so it's so hilariously obvious they spent i don't know what was it like five million dollars five or six million dollars to remove the mustache because he was under an obligation uh he was filming mission impossible at the time yeah and he couldn't and he was contractually obligated obligated to have a a a mustache and beard and he couldn't shave it (laughs) and so it's, it's so like which which is like which is uh which is just just goes to show you like it, it's such a perfect example of what went wrong with this movie <laughs> yeah like so much like so wrong with it and then like you have stuff like i'm sorry like aquaman was just so like poorly like characterized in this film Mm-hmm. Well, everybody was. Yeah. Um, like, everybody was really just poorly put together. And it, it's it's so infinitely frustrating because the ones who got their own movies did pretty all right for themselves. Like, Aquaman was fun. Yeah. Like, Aquaman was a fun movie. Wonder Woman was incredible. 
Yeah. I adored Wonder Woman. And the problem was you had all these fleshed out characters that you can do so much with and they chose to do nothing with anybody. They really, they really neutered their characters because uh, what really, really hurt this movie mm-hmm. and like I'm not going to put all the blame on 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 Joss Whedon because let's face it, dude, like, want to. <laughs> they, they, they wanted him. They wanted him to do the impossible, dude. You know, and he was just there. He was just there going through the motions, dude. You're right, dude. He had absolutely zero emotional attachment to this movie. Yeah, he didn't care. like Or any of these characters, right? So um, when you have a movie like Wonder Woman and the emotional, uh, like, her character arc in that movie, uh, and then you go to to her character in, in Justice League... Yeah, like it, it just seems like a totally different person. It does. Know? She seems so bored. Yeah, like, and then to top it off, like everything that happened with poor fucking Ray Fisher and Joss Whedon. Yeah, like, that's another man. thing. That that's another tragic, uh, tragic thing that's going on, man. Because Ray Fisher is he's he's given so little to do in this movie. Yeah, he's given so little to do. Um, he is basically just a MacGuffin. Yeah, like, or it's a part of a MacGuffin, and and then hearing the stories about what happened with him and Joss Whedon, and the yeah. fact that people are attacking him for coming forward, it's fucking like what is wrong dude. with people when like they're saying, oh well, you know, you know, what do you expect? You know, you're you're now you're not going to work in Hollywood anymore. You like you should have just stayed silent. I'm like seriously, dude, he's got more balls than you guys will ever have in your entire lives. Dude. Like, it, it, it's the same thing with what's his name. Um John Boyega, like standing up and like saying like Black Lives Matter and people are like, dude, like you just like were part of Star Wars, like your star is just starting to rise. He's like, right. And it could fall tomorrow. And as long as people want to listen, I'm going to talk. Yeah, you have like, a platform. You have every right to to say say whatever you want on the platform that you are given. And it may not be right. Balls. Yeah, it but may it not be balls. right. You know, like yeah. you know, like somebody could use their platform and be like, "Hey, you know, uh, China virus." You know, <laughs> right, right, obviously, and, which is. But- which is all kinds of wrong, but I mean, you have every right to use the platform that you have. Right. Okay. And like, I'm glad he does. And I'm glad Ray, like Ray Fisher stood up and like, no dude, he's a, like Joss Whedon's a fucking asshole and he's a bully. And you can see that every time Warner brothers was like, Hey, we need to cut something off of this film. He's like, that's fine. I'll cut more Ray Fisher out. Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like you can tell he did like Ray Fisher is barely a product in fucking Joss Whedon's Justice League. It's embarrassing how little he has to do. Considering that in the comic books, Cyborg went from being fucking part of the Teen Titans to yeah. actually being like right now in the new comics, the only thing that can stand up to him, the only thing that would have any canonic fucking chance of defeating Cyborg is Dr. Manhattan. Really? Yes, dude. Like, Cyborg is bioorganic to everything. Like, he can't be destroyed. He doesn't have a real weakness. As long as a piece of him survives, he can reatomize. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous how powerful Cyborg is now. And, like, he's a, he's a real rival to Superman if he wants to be. And, like, it's so interesting to see him get his due 
in Justice League. Like they show mm-hmm. you, like, dude, Cyborg is not a joke. Yeah. Like he's not just thrown into the Justice League. When everybody's like, you couldn't have thrown in Green Lantern, you couldn't have thrown in this person or that person. Like, why Cyborg? Oh. This is why. Yeah. Like and, it's and, important. And ever and ever since in the comics, uh, when they when they retrograded his uh, his uh, origin story, because originally he was just uh, a, a guy who uh, who had robotic parts on him, like he was just right. a robot, right? And then I think it was a new fifty two that they they anchored his his origin story to the mud boxes, so he is right. like the, the technology is part of the living technology that is the mother boxes, right? And with this plot. If you don't have cyborg, like yeah, it, it just it just loses the story, just loses its footing, and it, right. it loses all its all its momentum because you don't have that insight into mm-hmm. what what's going on, and you don't have that uh, that ability to. I mean, let's face it, they really like just shoehorned in as much as they could within two hours, which kind of right. sounds a little, you know, weird, but. And it's so funny because, like, Snyder's is four hours, and, like, truth be told, and I'll get more into it next episode, I don't think it was long enough. Yeah. No, it but. wasn't, because, <laughs> especially with that ending, dude, oh my goodness, but we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, man, like, they they basically, I mean, this, this film... Got and a little it, Return it, of the King, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that was a tenth ending. Anyway, yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, yeah, man, like, like this movie, this movie feels like, like, uh, um, like an episode of a TV series, right? Okay, a very poorly put together episode, but an episode nonetheless. And and you could see the skeleton of a really, really good. You could see the skeleton of what Zack Snyder was trying to do. Yeah, um, but. Like like the 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 Warner Brothers had honchos, man. Like they just cut it from underneath them. That's fucking. And I I honestly weasels. I honestly do not know what Joss Whedon brought to the table with this movie. Like I honestly don't. Nothing. He brought his his brand of humor that was just out of place. Like it was wildly out of place. It wasn't good where it was. Mm-hmm. Um, there were just so many like scenes where i was like why are you taking like the piss out of this scene <laughs> like okay superman's resurrection mm-hmm. was so poorly done it yeah. was so poorly like oh we just gotta electrocute the mother box it'll wake him up yeah and like see here's the funny thing is essentially Zack snyder doesn't do anything different no, like, he doesn't. Like he, it, it, but like, there's reason behind it. There's a, a point behind it. There's a very real conversation about like, what are we doing here? Like, are we really going to resurrect a dead person? The the way they discuss the power of the mother box that it's not like energy; it can't be destroyed. If you burn down a house, the particles of the house still exist in the smoke. Mm-hmm. Like, but anybody with a match can turn a house into smoke. The mother box can turn the smoke back into a house. And like the idea that we can bring him back and like, but do we? And there's such a definitive like, because everybody in, in Justice League and in, in Joss Whedon's is kind of like, well, I mean, we can give it a shot. Yeah. You know, 
Real like and, and they 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 had this they had this whole conversation <laughs> about like you know half was like yes let's do it and the other half was like no we can't you know but that that's 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 where the conversation ended right the conversation was like do we bring Superman back in Zack Snyder's version they had a reason to bring him right. back like you can't and, win without him yeah like and then there's that fucking because what's his name Jason Momoa's Aquaman was very much like this is a bad idea. Yeah. Like, it is a bad idea. Or everybody else was kind of a little on the fence. He was dead set against it. Like, Batman was the one who was like, this is what we do to win. Like, this is what we do. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I haven't eaten today. Uh, and like we just got like we ordered food right before the podcast and it just got here uh, that's why i was crunching earlier i was trying to eat something we have fried mushrooms i was trying to eat a soft fried mushroom and like i'm <laughs> just fried like, mushroom yeah dude i'm so fucking hungry we got like, yeah we got wall bangers but um yeah so like you you have all these ideas and like they're good ideas when you expand on them. Yeah. And like Joss Whedon had no interest on expanding on any of this stuff. He just in Joss Whedon in Joss Whedon's version. The only, the only reason they brought Superman back was because Bruce Wayne felt bad. Yeah. Like, cause he felt bad about it. Like, cause yeah. like I promised him I'd like help him. And like, I boo-booed and like, what the fuck dude? Like it's so on Batman. Yeah. It's just so on Batman. And like honestly, George Clooney with the ice skates is more Batman <laughs> than like this whole like I feel bad. Like yeah. you don't feel bad, you're Batman. Like you feel guilty, not bad. Like what is this? Portray guilty, not like oh, no, boo-booed. Like what yeah. is this shit, dude? Like it's so hokey in comparison. Like he 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 goes so far back into his daredevil roots with this one with, <laughs> with that with Josh Whedon's Justice League because it was so like just say cool lines. And yeah. like even the scene where he resurrects and he starts fighting them and he grabs Batman by the throat and he takes him into the air and he says, You won't let me live, you won't let me die. Like, okay, so then you understand what happened to you. Yeah. Like you understand that you were dead. Don't you see how stupid this is? Then shouldn't the last memory of him being him saving his mother and like having his back in a fight with a Kryptonian monster in the middle of the city? Like that's not your last memory of him. The last memory of him was, do you bleed? Yeah. Like really? Like that's dumb. Like that seems really dumb. Whereas like, in Snyder's version, he comes out of it and he's like, what the fuck is happening? Where am I? What is this? Yeah. Like, he has no idea what's going on. And, like, nothing is triggering anything except Lois being there because she's there every single day to mourn him. Whereas in Joss Whedon's Justice League, yeah, she calls plan, yeah, she was plan B. Yeah. Like, how did that conversation go? Hey, Lois, I'm going to need you to hang out out here tomorrow because we're going to try to resurrect your dead boyfriend pardon moi okay <laughs> like, excuse me baking powder should i call his mom 
Yeah. Like, like wait, I feel like, is, this, is this ethical? <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like we should really be discussing this. And at least now you see the ethic behind it, like the questioning, like, what are we doing, dude? We're resurrecting a dead man. Has he not earned his peace? Like, yeah. what are you doing, man? Like, that is fucking crazy of you. And, like, it feels so much more important. And, like, okay, here's a quick cut of comparison. Here's how Joss Whedon came in. And, like, let's cut this up and ruin it a little bit. Because beyond that, Superman doesn't, like, speak until this moment in Snyder's version. So you have the scene where they fly back to Kansas and... Lois tells him, you smell good. And he said, did I not before? Like, real, like, uh, George, George, George of Cretonia. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I get it. He's dumb now. Yeah. Like, whatever. That's stupid. And then in this one, when they land, he says, um, I grew up here. And she goes, you spoke. Like, he hasn't said a word yet. And he looks at her and goes, did I not before? That was like, holy shit, dude. He's like, I don't remember anything. Like, did I not speak? Like He's getting his memory back. Yeah, and he's starting to remember that those were my friends. I am Superman. And, like, even when he chose his outfit, he chose the black one. He didn't choose the red, like the red and blue. Like, he actively chose the black one because he is back. It is him, but he's different. It was subtle. Like, the red suit, the red and blue was there. It's right there in all the costumes. And he chose black because it is Superman, but it's not the same Superman that died. And that's important to know. Mm -hmm. Like, that is important important to know in this universe like that is gravitational like i brought something back from the dead is it still them it's very pet cemetery i um i read a comment saying oh well he it it sucks because he didn't even use the 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 real superman suit he just used the black one because Zack snyder thought it was cool no. Like, dude, you don't get uh, it, man. You, you, like, you you've never it. read The Death of Superman. You've never yeah. read Funeral for a Friend. There's a reason yeah. behind the black outfit. Like, he's there. He's not there. Mm-hmm. Like, this leaves the gateway open to Darkseid convincing him, like, I was your friend. Yeah. Like, they're the ones who hurt you. They're the ones who made that thing. Was that thing not made by a man? Like, aren't mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor not billionaire buddies? Yeah, like I, I, I exist only to help you. Like we were friends, Superman. Like it confuses him. That leaves this door wide, fucking open, like insanely open. Like yeah. I tried to save Krypton, like all that shit, and like I don't know, man. There's just so much to unpack with the stuff that Joss Whedon did wrong. But like, <laughs> let's come back to that. I guess we should take a quick break. Yeah, what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to take a real quick break and then we're going to jump right back into the uh, uh, the Justice League, J- Joss Whedon version of the Justice League. Because I got to tell you, man, when when I first watched this movie, um, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Right. You know how yeah. you know how how you you appreciate something, you like something. You're like, yeah, it's it's good for what it is, right? Yes. And then you and then you experience something else, and it totally ruins what you had before, what you had previously enjoyed. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So uh, we'll get more into that when we come back here on the uh, Movie Know It All podcast here on RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. We'll be are right back. Are you looking for great local music? Then tune in to RGVTitanRadio.com. We play everything local, like hip hop, rock, and country. If you want your music played on our radio station, then send your music to playmymusic at rgbtitanradio.com. Once more, that's playmymusic at rgbtitanradio.com. Be sure to send MP3 files that include the names of the track, album, and band or artist along with cover art. rgbtitanradio.com. We are the 956. From the depths of the primordial ooze of pop culture, Two figures emerge to bring their gift of knowledge and films to the masses. Their only qualifications? They watched a hell of a lot of movies when they were kids. They're not just experts. They're not just fans. They are movie know-it-alls. Join Bob and Will every Wednesday at 5 p.m. as they host the Movie Know-It-All podcast. Only on RGB Titan Radio. We are the 956. calling you man to see if you wanted to go to the show over at yerb let me know dude call me back bro this club is popping off right now man i'll send you the location dude get out here look man i get it you're social distancing but come on man let's go to the mall let's go have some lunch don't be that guy covid19 is serious always wash your hands always wear a mask and only go out for the essentials this message is brought to you by rgvtitanradio.com we are the 956.
definitely bleeding. Alfred, bring me some antiseptic ointment, would you please? <laughs> Coming. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I halfway expected for that to like. <laughs> No shit, man. Like, see, like you have you have <laughs> that emotional scene where he sees Lois Lane and and like you see her the seeing her her dead boyfriend, the man that she loves, resurrected, you know, and the pain and the shock and the love in her eyes, and you know, not knowing what to do, and then you cut to Batman, freaking yeah. Batman, the Dark Knight, okay. Who like uh, echoes terror in the hearts of criminals? Say, yo, something's definitely bleeding. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. Um, I laughed really hard at that scene. Like <laughs> and like, I laughed at at the uh, how Superman just threw Batman like he was nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's what that, that's what I mean. Like, but it's because like somebody like in the theater like when he threw him he went. Ah, <laughs> he just—it just made me laugh. Like it was so stupid. Like it really did break the levity in the theater because everybody was kind of like, "Oh, this is dumb, right?" Like, <laughs> I'm not the only one, right? <laughs> and see, like you can see—that's Joss Whedon all yeah. over that because I can see that happening after a fight in an Avengers movie. And yeah. like fucking somebody patting Iron Man on the shoulder, like you all right? Like yeah, yeah, definitely. Some internal bleeding for sure, but I'm fine. <laughs> like it feels like an Iron Man joke. And you guys like, ever hear shawarma? <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. But like, I hate that people started buying shawarma after that stupid movie. It was just like the damn Szechuan sauce. <laughs> yeah. You assholes couldn't spell Szechuan before that episode. Anyway, <laughs> uh, they couldn't. And the yeah. red green grumble of <laughs> Szechuan sauce, but um, oh my goodness, dude! But yeah, dude, and like, I, uh, I, you know, I laughed at everything because, like, like we said earlier, the movies, it is what it is. I fucking hate it after seeing what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always a fair, fairly defendant of this movie because I was like, ah, what did you expect? Because it was a clusterfuck. It was a whole lot of people who didn't care and a whole people who wanted a whole lot of money and put no effort into it. Yeah. Like, like they, they must have gotten away with a lot of shit. I imagine that Warner Brothers has like, ah, who cares? Just put it out there. See, we make See, that's the thing. It. That's the thing. Like they 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 basically said, okay, so we're gonna bring Joss Whedon in. He's gonna he's gonna touch up the, the, the script and whatever. He's gonna add some humor. He's gonna add some levity because hey, the Avengers had it. And they're yeah. they're successful, yeah. So that must be why they're successful because there's levity and there's jokes, you know. Screw and character development or what's been brought before. I you think know? that's what the real big problem is: is that the reason? Okay, like, and here's here's what my real like problem is in the Marvel DC argument is because there is an argument. And it's not all dependent on who does what right in Hollywood. It's dependent on who did what first and who succeeded when they did it. Yeah. Um, because of the success of Blade, really, 
opened all these doors for Marvel. And then yeah. Disney jumped on its back. Mm-hmm. And like now they have Disney money behind it. And we can put this into it. We can put that into it. And even if it's no good, the critics will say they liked it because we own them. Yeah. Like, and they kept hemorrhaging these movies out and they kept succeeding because everybody kept saying they were good. And then you go see it because of word of mouth. You go see it because of the critics. And people do get into it. And it was smart because it's a whole bunch of movies that set up for other movies. Don't you want to see this again? Uh, sure. Okay. Like it works for a certain kind of audience. My dad, when he was alive, he loved Marvel movies. Yeah. Loved the cinematic Marvel universe. Like, I don't understand. But he loved it. I tried getting him. The last movie me and him went to go see in theaters was Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. I tried getting him to go see Fury Road. He was like, no, I want to see Age of Ultron. Like I've seen, which is probably why, which is probably why you hate it so much because that was like the last, (laughs) yeah, experience he had with your dad. (laughs) Like, and that kind of sucked because like he he was alive for a little bit longer after that. But like, dad always liked to go to movies on dates or like by himself and shit like that. Like, he doesn't like going to movies with people. Like, it was never his thing. And like, I remember him and his his girlfriend went to go see Batman v Superman, and he hated it. I was like, I didn't like it. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like, it's starting, it, you know, it occurred to me. They're trying to make DC movies like they are Marvel movies when DC comics are nothing like Marvel comics. Yeah. Like, it's nothing like that. Like, they are, but they aren't. Like, DC takes way darker routes. Not to say that Marvel hasn't. Like yeah. Marvel's taken down some really dark roads before, but like DC has never been afraid of the dark road. Especially the X Men. Yeah, fuck yeah. Especially, especially the X Men. Like and and but I, DC, yeah. like DC has had stories like, I mean, Marvel's had stories like Demon in a Bottle, the Iron Man story, right? Yeah. But then yeah. DC, DC has 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 had stories where, uh, I remember back in the seventies when uh, Green Lantern and Green Arrow were. Or were a team like they had their they had their comic together, yeah. And it was it was all about how like racism was you know against black people you know, yes. Uh, and and how how John Stewart was was very like he's like he goes up to uh to Green Lantern uh, Oliver Queen and he's like you don't know like you don't know because I mean you're you're out you're down here fighting crime look at the people who you're fighting you yeah. know they all look like me you yeah. know. And it's it's very and he's like, I'm not racist. I'm like, you don't think you are, but you really are because of yeah. you know, because of blah blah blah. And it's a very deep, deep story. Yes, you it know? Is. It's there's one story deep. where 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 a Green Arrow's uh, uh little little companion, uh Speedy, he got addicted yeah, to heroin. Heroin, yeah, yeah, I remember that comic. <laughs> I remember that. It it got real serious. Like when yeah. Speedy got addicted to heroin, I was like, Whoa, dude, <laughs> like God. we're going to some dark fucking place. Like, this was before the Dare program, dude. Like <laughs> Yeah. But we but yeah, man, dark like fucking the- places with, with DC a long time ago. They've never been shy of that road and the problem is is that warner brothers keeps wanting upbeat kid movies we want kids to come see these like some of these stories aren't meant for kids dude like dc is not the kids comic book anymore and that's fine that's fine if that's what you want dude like if you want to do that make shazam you know shazam was a perfect example of taking a character from that universe and making a kids movie out of it you know, which that's, is fine. And you put it in that universe. That's but why Batman is the, not 
Batman is the this version of Batman is not a shit kid's character, dude. He's yeah. been through shit. He's yeah. seen shit. <laughs> like it's an exhausted Batman, like reaching out one more time. Yeah. Like, like he's trying to put like a partnership together. Like when he's not the person who makes partners anymore. Like it's a different Batman. And like you're trying to tell so many different worlds with him. Like how all of a sudden they're partners and shit, like in Justice League. Like, but you need to explain to me why. Like, explain to me the gravity of the fight between him and Superman. Like, yeah. no, dude, like that fight changed me. Like, mm-hmm. I fucked up so bad. He was on our side, and I didn't know. I didn't think I attacked because that's what I've been doing for 20 years. Like, it's not who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot be this person. Like, if we're going to succeed and save the world, like I said that I was going to, like, I can't do it alone. Yeah. And, like, even the original Joss Whedon poster had this the phrase, you can't save the world alone. Like, that yeah. was an important part of Batman that, like, just completely got cut out of the story. Like, <laughs> it's just completely left out. He was just like, nah, I'm just, like, I'm sad. I want friends. Like, <laughs> that line that Flash does is like, stop right there, I'm in. I don't have yeah. friends. I need friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's so bad. That, that's how Batman was throughout the whole movie. He just wanted friends. <laughs> like, yeah. it's so dumb. And like there, there's no gravity to it. Like in 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 Snyder's, you feel the gravity behind. Like I don't want partners. I need partners. Yeah. Like this world is coming to an end if we don't unite and do something. Like mm-hmm. we all need each other to do this. Like it took armies to defeat this guy. Armies, and we don't have that we have six of us yeah like it's very like (laughs) and people are gonna start there if anybody's listening out there who's just one of these black and white dickheads like is your movie in english oh like kind of people (laughs) listening about to get real mad when i say this but in an essence it should have been the idea behind it was more seven samurai uh-huh. Like, we're the only ones left to protect this. Like, no one can help us. It's us. We're the only line of defense to protect this village. Yeah. Like, we are the last line to protect the world. There are only fucking six of us. Like, and if we can't fucking unite and do this together, like, we fail the entire world. Like, there's no gravity to that in this movie. Like, yeah. none whatsoever. It feels like a fucking Saturday morning cartoon. Like, oh, it's kind of a bigger bad guy, so we got to team up and, like, do something about it. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and it all goes down to... And, and I love that you brought that up, dude, because you're absolutely right, dude. Like, it, it, the threat is not there to necessitate them bringing it together, right? Like, or at least it's not shown, right? right. And 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 it's it's because the way they portrayed Steppenwolf. Right. Like, he's not, he doesn't come across, I mean, he comes across as a villain and he comes across as dangerous or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, he's not scary. He's not, like, there's no, no there's no real motivation for him. Yeah, you know? like, it, it see... The way he's portrayed in this movie is is very much like, you know, he's trying to take over the world. Of course, of course. But like, <laughs> but like, he is like that's the whole point behind him in, in Justice League. It's very like I'm just trying to take over the world, kind yeah. of the way they did with Ultron, but and why? like, 
Like, Ultron was really like, I'm just trying to take over the world. Like, why? I don't know. I don't like it. Like, no, you're fucking Ultron. There's supposed to be a vicious and vile reason behind it. And like, nah, I'm just trying to take over the world. And they kind of better than humanity. Like, I mean, his his whole thing was, you know, his job is to protect humans. Humans don't deserve to be protected. So I'm going to destroy it and start all over again. Right. And and there's no gravity behind that. And you had James Spader. (laughs) (laughs) You have no idea how like angry that still makes me, dude. Like I went to go see that movie on on that basis alone. I was because so out of the, I was so out of the Marvel universe at that point. I had given up. I was like, I liked, um, what do you call it? The first Avenger. I thought Captain America was good. Iron Man was fine. I'm not that interested. But I went to go see Avengers because I was like, damn, James Spader is Ultron. Like Ultron is a good villain. He's a ripoff of Brainiac, but I'll take it. Like <laughs> I'll take it. I'm fine. Yeah. I like Ultron. And like for them to just like. <clears throat> Like, to shit on him the way they did. I was like, bro, that should have been, like, a pinnacle villain. They built like, it up. They built it up. And, and unfortunately, they haven't because... And it's funny because uh, I, I finished watching Wanda and WandaVision. And I, I seriously thought they were going to bring him back, dude. Like, I thought they were going to bring Ultron back. But they didn't. They need to bring him back. Like, they need to do him right. They need to, un- they need to unfuck that course. If <laughs> they want me to give a shit, like, you need to unfuck that course. Like, I still haven't watched WandaVision. Like, I- I'm going to. I made, the mistake good. Of watching- I made the mistake of watching Justice League. Now, no other superhero thing is going to do for me right now. Like, yeah. Like, I can't. I watched Justice League three times in a row because I didn't know what to watch. I was like, what do I watch after that? Yeah. Like, what the fuck do I watch after that? Like, I don't know. I can't. What the fuck could I possibly watch? Like, I, anything I go back to, I feel like I'm going backwards. This movie is so different. Yeah. Like, like Zack Snyder's Justice League is so different than anything I've ever seen. And, like, to do something like that with characters that not, not only do I love, but are fucking beyond beloved to me. Like, I grew up with these characters. I've watched them evolve in comic books. I've watched them evolve Mm -hmm. in cartoons and animated series. I've watched them evolve into films. And to see the way that they've been treated, like, is heartbreaking. But to see this, like, I'm not, to even pretend that I didn't cry, like, I did. (laughs) Like, I cried like twice watching this movie. There's so many poignant and beautiful moments that, like, Joss Whedon just shit on. (laughs) Like, he just took a shit on them. Yeah. Like, why? Like, why the fuck would you do that? And, like, to top it off, I like the guy who's the voice of Darkseid. I really do. Yeah. But do you know who Zack Snyder originally was trying to get and, like, had him in the bag? Who was he trying to get? Jeff Bridges. Like, really? The dude was going to be Darkseid. And, like, I was so looking forward to hearing him deliver those types of lines in, like, Evil Rooster Cockburn. Like, I was super excited to hear it. Or, you know, have him even just do it, like, as the dude. Like, Krypton, Earth, whatever, man. You know, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm in as shit. Like, Batman, you're like, what, are you, like, a nihilist? Like, <laughs> I'd have been in. But, like, I love... Like, like when the Justice League shows up and he, he turns around, he's like, who the fuck are you, man? Yeah, like, who the fuck are you, man, you human paraquat? Like, I said we cut off your Johnson. But, um... <laughs> I can't wait to do that movie. No shit, I was just thinking that. I was like, I can't wait to review that one. Yeah. But, um, 
yeah, dude, like, you have, like, all this, and, like, he just cuts it out. Like, cuts it completely out of the film. Like, this movie has no dark side. There's only oh. one mention of him in in Joss Whedon's Justice League. You have no idea why why Steppenwolf is there. You have no like the only reason he's there is to get the mother boxes. Why yeah. does he want the mother boxes? What for are the mother side. boxes? He why? just says for dark side, like for yeah. dark side. Like that's it. And like you never hear anything else about that. Now as a fan, that's exciting cuz I know who dark side is. But if you just went in to see this movie after watching fucking Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, you're still on board. Yeah. And you go and see this, and you're like, who the fuck is, like, what is Darth, like, what does he mean, like, Darth Vader, Dark Side? Like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Like, it gets because, really confusing. Because they, that that's a thing, man. Like, those movies that you mentioned, Man of Steel, uh, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, they, they're, it's, it's all Earth-focused. Right? Yeah. And totally like, it, everything, everything takes place on Earth, right? Mm-hmm. And especially with Suicide Squad, it's, it's, it's. I, I, I was gonna say grounded, but then I, but then I, I just remembered who the villain of Suicide Squad was. Yeah, I, was but, like, I wouldn't necessarily say grounded, yeah, just but, more humans, I guess. Yeah, and then like with 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 this one, when you have a villain like Steppenwolf, who is who is uh, uh, in league with Darkseid, and then you get into the planet Apocalypse, and you get into Granny Goodness, and you get into all was, those other things. I was things. so, you have no idea how fucking hyped I was when I saw that portal open and Granny Goodness is standing next to Darkseid yeah. and fucking Dasaad. I was like, oh Desaad. my God. God, like, but see, that is a heavy, heavy pill to swallow, dude. Right, and they just throw you in there, and they half explained everything. There was no weight to th- what was behind Steppenwolf's plan. Right, all you knew was his part, mm-hmm. and nothing about what was behind him, what was supporting him. Yeah. Right. And they did this whole subplot, which I love that that uh, Zack Snyder's version did away with this, mm. where the parademons were attracted to fear. Right. Right. Okay. Like that was a little which like doesn't okay. make any sense. No, it doesn't. I was like, okay, like I'll I'll run with it, but whatever. Because you and- have you have a uh, uh, you you have. And, and I'm, I'm just gonna go uh, get to the ending real quick, uh, j- just just for to make this point. Yeah, you yeah, didn't you didn't you didn't know of a way to beat Steppenwolf. You didn't know right. you couldn't kill him. Yeah, right? you couldn't kill him because he's got to be back for the sequel, right? Right, right. So what do you do? You you turn his forces against him, you right? Know? Which doesn't make any sense because what would Steppenwolf be afraid of? <laughs> right, and see. Like, that was my thing was I understand why they did it so they could use that red herring at the end that um, if the fight cannot be won, the parademons will drag him away. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, okay, fine. I I went with it. I was like, I'll go with that. Um, But I guess here's the thing. Um, In this... In Joss Whedon's Justice League, I guess the Steppenwolf is more like Michael Myers, but like 
I want to say part one Michael Myers, where yeah. like a good gunshot will stop him. Yeah, um, like he he he's, he feels like like all you got all you got to do is just have Superman punch him, or even right. Wonder Woman or 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 Aquaman, you know, just right, have one of right. them punch him. And, you know? and like it, it felt very much like that in that sense. Like part one, Michael Myers, like a good enough shot will put him down at least till part two. <laughs> um, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and again, I don't use this lightly. Steppenwolf was one of the most T-1000 things I have ever seen. As he in, as in uh, an, an amazing un, villain. An unstoppable monster. Yeah. Like, the, the scene that really, like, what the fuck even are you? Is when he's fighting the Amazons. I'm going to talk a little bit about Snyder's Justice mm-hmm. League for a minute. Because... The fight with the Amazons is quick and and real like I'm a big tough monster and you're a bunch of chicks. And in, and, in Joss Whedon's version, I mean I am I'm, I'm not I'm not going to uh to, to say much, but in Joss Whedon's version, his fight with the Amazons was done really, really well. It was, it was really it, good. It, it wasn't but done it badly. Was quick. It, exactly. It wasn't it done was, badly. Like there yeah. was a gravity behind how strong the Amazons were. Yeah. But like in this one, he arrives. In front of all these women with their arms drawn, like their yeah. weapons are drawn, they are ready. They're going to, to kill, kill him. him. Yeah. And he looks around them with no fear in his eyes and he says, Behold, Steppenwolf, I have br- I come to bring the news of darkness. And like, like, guess what? I'm here to kill anything and everything that would stand in my way like a fucking programmed monster like behold the first horseman of the apocalypse <laughs> is how it feels when he arrives yep. and like he's like and you see think? you see oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you man but you see the fear in the amazonian's eyes and like, a race of women who don't show fear yeah who don't have fear and you then, see like, the fear in their eyes. They have this like, oh shit look on their face. And then like he's saying all this shit in front of Hippolyta, who's like the queen of the Amazons, and she doesn't flinch. Like, we kicked your ass before. She recognizes this motherfucker. Like uh-huh. you again, huh, bitch? Like <laughs> Hippolyta's not scared. And then he says, like, I've come to feast on your fear. And she says, Amazons, show him your fear. And like the fucking Spartans on the phalanx, we have no fear. Like, holy shit. And they just start fighting him. And all these women are dogpiling him. And he's just like reaching for the box. And when they run and he's just like, okay, man, let me just put it this way. Fuck every last one of your <laughs> Avengers movies. Not a single one of them did a horse get hit. He's yeah. killing he picked, horses he picked, with other horses. He picked like, the horse up and threw it at the other Amazonians. Like he's hitting horses with horses. And I'm like, dude, you're a fucking monster. And, and like he's the killing these, he's killing these these warriors, these these uh women who who have defeated, I don't know how many... Gods! Uh, They've beat gods! gods. Like, and, and he's throwing them around like like they're nothing. Yeah. 
And like, here's the thing that I thought was so fucking impressive is like after that incredible like chase scene that rivals only the fucking just Braveheart excitement, like, and he's standing there and Hippolyta picks up the fucking, the bow and arrow. And he says, why do you fight me, queen? Like with the box in his hand, like, don't you understand? Like you've lost, like I've come here to declare our victory. Like there is no winning. Like I know the God is dead. The mother box called to me. Like, don't you understand? Like you've already lost. And like all these other Amazons come charging over the hill. Like you fought the guards, here comes the army. Mm. And he's like, whoop, gotta go. And just (laughs) bails, like fuck that. Like he knows it's a fight. And he's like, fight's over, I won. Like the war isn't even here, this was the fight. And he just bails. And I'm like, mission accomplished. I was here for the mother box. I got it. No more need to kill anybody. Not yet. And just takes off like, you're a monster, dude. And like all this to gain audience with Darkseid. Yeah. Like for nothing except that I am your humble servant and I fucked up. Please forgive me. And even fucking Desaad tells him, like, you have 10,000 more planets to harvest before he even <laughs> looks in your direction. Like, he has. That was such a crazy line, dude. Like, that line is like, wow, he fucked up that bad, huh? Yeah, dude. And, like, when he walks away and, like, like when Desaad disappears and, like, he's still, like, for Dark Side. Yeah. Like, like, okay. Like, if that's the case, then that's the case. Mm-hmm. Like then, ten, then ten thousand more worlds. It is like let me finish harvesting this one. Like what a frightening notion, dude. Like yep. I do this all the time. You know why I do this all the time? Because it's my fucking job, and I'm trying to get back in the good graces of my boss. Yeah, his he's, nephew, by the way. Yeah, like he's <laughs> a monster to the fucking fullest extent. Like for real, he was far more to me. He was far more vicious than Thanos. Like. Yeah, Thanos was a good villain, but there was no viciousness behind him, like Steppenwolf. And like to say, like this movie very much goes above and beyond letting you know he's not the vicious one. Like Darkseid is the fucking vicious one. Like that's something that we're gonna have to deal with later. Yeah, exactly. Darkseid is such a presence, and he does nothing. Like. He looms over the movie. And that's how you build a monster. Like, yeah. that's how you build a fucking scary character. You don't put him in a post credit scene sitting on a throne and, like, smiling at the camera. <laughs> oh, I get it. Thanos is going to be the bad guy when? Oh, in 12 years. 12 years. <laughs> like, that's not a build up. But that's, that's how, but see, that's how you build up, man. In, in, in Joss Whedon's version, there was no build up. At there all. was absolutely no build up to the villain. Like he just shows up. I want these MacGuffins and you know, what are you going to do about it? Right. Yeah. And like the, the whole, I mean, this movie wasn't made incompetently. The action is really good. The, 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 the fight scenes, the battles, they're really, really well done. I thought they were until I saw this one. And <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, uh, uh-uh. he, he and, cut and like, Butchered so much, and like, you look at the CGI in comparison. 
Yeah, and like you look at the CGI to think the CGI in in Joss Whedon's version that's that was the rush CGI that was yeah. the rushed one. You know? Yeah, you can tell. And it looks, I mean, it looks pretty good to me. I mean, I, I, I mean, honestly, it. but but I, I mean, I, honestly, like if I'm being super real, I kind of liked Steppenwolf's design more in Whedon's. Like, really, I didn't, I didn't care too much for. I, I, I didn't like the all silver. But, but he looked more alien and more like he was bigger yeah. and he was like he was like more vicious, you know. I think like, it, that's why. I, I, I think it's because he was so like toned down in Whedon's in Whedon's yeah. Justice League. In this movie, with that armor, like that silver, like breathing armor on him, yeah, he looks scary. He yeah. comes off as intimidating. And then like, when that armor comes off and you see how that his shape is really the, the head of the shape of his head is really like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like oh my God, dude, it, it's, it's something that's like, man, this is fucking crazy. Like what a crazy villain. Uh-huh. Like Steppenwolf is a monster in this movie. And like, they really got to flush him out as a monster. Mm-hmm. Like really got to flush him out in Snyder's. And like, you don't get that. In 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 Whedon's, you get it's very fucking Ultron, and yeah. like I hate saying that because I felt both villains deserved more. Steppenwolf is a legitimate villain in the yeah. DC universe. Like, yeah, it's he is. Up, like when Steppenwolf comes to Earth, like problems are coming. Yeah, like, it's always bad when he arrives, and like you don't feel that in in Joss Whedon's Justice League. You don't feel that at all. Mm-hmm. It, it it just feels like uh, this dude knows a little bit of MMA. I need to bring a couple friends. Like, <laughs> it's what it, it's what he feels like. Like in this movie, it, even with the six of them, it doesn't feel like it, it. Still feels like they may not have a chance. And like his hatred towards Wonder Woman, like he talks a lot of shit to all of them in Snyder's, but the banter between him and Wonder Woman. Like how could you leave your sisters like, in battle? How yeah, could like, you leave uh, your like, like the way he says it, like yeah. just like he's saying dog. Yeah. He says Amazon like you would refer to a dog as dog. Yeah. Like it's ugly. Like and he's like, Bitch. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> like the, when I was watching it for the first time, I was like, who the fuck is he talking to? Yeah. Like, that's fucking Wonder Woman, dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, for real. And even the scenes that, and I find myself noticing that the parts I really liked in Joss Whedon's Justice League were the ones that Zack Snyder shot. (laughs) It's the stuff that Snyder did that's still in this one that I was like, oh, yeah, I remember really liking that scene. I was really shocked at at all the the parts that were, especially some of the funny parts, like that line uh, uh, where he goes, you know, what's your superpower again? And I'm rich. I honestly thought that was a Joss Whedon line. Yeah, it felt that whole scene feels like a Joss Whedon scene. Yeah. Even the the snack hole line. Yeah. (laughs) It feels like a Joss Whedon line. He's like, no, like that was my levity. And here's the thing. If you guys haven't seen this new one and you're like, oh, there's not enough humor in these movies. There's humor. There's a lot of great humor. And the thing is, it doesn't feel like it's just shoved in there. No. Like it doesn't. Humor very much comes from the characters. Yes, and it feels so natural. Like, okay, I'm gonna do another quick comparison. Um, and I'm assuming with this, the scene at the beginning with Aquaman, mm-hmm. where he sees him and he's like, "There's a man who comes 
like when the tide's on the king tide. Yeah, he comes on the king's tide. The village and like he's like, we don't know nothing about it. And like he says to leave and then he grabs him. He's like, Arthur Curry, I hear you can talk to fish. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, okay. But <laughs> in Snyder's version, there's a guy there speaking to, to Bruce Wayne in Icelandic. Yeah. And so Jason Momoa is translating for him. Almost like Jason Momoa is his goon. And he's like, there's a man that, like on the king's tide. And like the guy laughs at him and says something to him in Icelandic. And um, he goes, you, he goes, you have eyes, so look. Like the icebergs have been up for, for four months now. And no, no boats have come through. And he looks around and he's like, this man doesn't come through a boat. Like real, like I'm not asking for a person. Yeah. Like I'm talking about something else. He knows. and like he says, that's where Jason Momoa turns and starts talking, and he's speaking in Icelandic, but he says the word Aquaman in Icelandic, and I think he's t- I think he's telling everybody, don't trust this man. He's looking for the Aquaman. And I don't know who he is, what he wants, or where he's from. But don't tell him anything. Like, and people are just kind of like, or, okay. he, or he's like, he wants you to tell, he wants you to tell everybody who the Aquaman is. And they all start laughing at him. Like, yeah, like, we're going to give up the Aquaman. Like, good yeah. thinking, boy. <laughs> For like 25 grand? Good job. I bet you buy off a lot of your problems. <laughs> and, and when he tells him, he says, get out. And Bruce Wayne says, I don't think so. And Icelandic to him. Like, I understood everything. <laughs> yeah, you kind of gave yourself away. grabs him and throws him against the wall. Like, fuck you. Who are you and what do you want? Mm-hmm. Like, he, there's such a, like, oh, shit. Like, realization behind it. Like, I know you're the Aquaman. Like, I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's bigger than this. It's bigger than anything that you could think. And, like, even the way, and I'll give it this, I didn't think the singing was necessary. Um, If I could cut out a couple things from the Snyder cut, that would be one of them. I don't need the singing girls who sing for him when he leaves. I get it. Uh, I I was was telling my wife, I'm like, I bet you that's what happens every time Jason Momoa leaves a room. He just leaves leaves a restaurant and all the girls get together and sing. He just sings. (laughs) I bet you that's what happens. And like even the the scene where he's like dressed like a bat. You're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne. He just jumps in the water and swims away. Like in this one, in Snyder's, where he goes – Dressed like a bat, like you're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne. And he looks away for a second and looks back at the water and there's just a ripple. Like he just like disappeared. He disappeared into the water and you didn't even hear it splash. Like that's how fucking quick he is. Like, well, son of a bitch. Like, and that felt like that was fucking Aquaman. Yeah. Like that was a badass. That's somebody like, bro. Like the sea wants me to take care of it. Now you're asking me to take care of the earth too. I'm gonna tell you the same thing I've been telling them. Fuck you. Like get out yeah. of my face with this shit. Not my problem. Not my responsibility. And like and he carries that. Yeah. Like he 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 carries that. Uh, I don't want to say arrogance, but that whole like I've heard all this before, and yeah. I don't believe anything nobody has to say about anything. You know. Yeah. 
Right. He's got this world world uh, knowingness if that if that's a yes. thing. Yes. And like this whole like bro, they're asking me to be the king of Atlantis and now you want me to fucking save the earth? Like get out of my fucking face. <laughs> Just get lost, dude. Like I come to villages that are frozen in and I bring them fucking fish so they don't starve to death. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, so they don't starve to death or die. I did my good deed. Like yeah. get lost. And like, like he, and he's taking care of those people because there are people of the earth. There are people like him who, yeah, they leave him alone, you know. And, and yeah, he's, he's exactly. just taking care of him because underneath all that uh, uh, antisocial uh, behavior, he is a good person. He is, you know, somebody who does want to help. You know. Yeah, and like even the relationship between him and the rest of the Justice League is very strained. Throughout yeah. Snyder's version, in Whedon's version, he just like it was he's very much like he's a dude. Yeah, and, like honestly, how do I put this? Um, okay, imagine if in the Mighty Ducks, I know weird comparison, but imagine if in the Mighty Ducks, <laughs> Adam Banks joins the Mighty Ducks, and there's no like qualms between him and everybody. He wasn't just a hawk. Like yeah. a week ago. Like, but he's a duck now. He's on our team. Like, cool. I'm all about the team. I'm a team player. No. Like, that wouldn't have made any sense. Like, you built up the fact that Adam Banks was a hawk. Yeah. Like, you want him to have problems with the team at first. You want him to feel like a member later on. You want to feel that journey. And you watch Aquaman go through this journey in Snyder's version. Even the scene with him and Diana... Like the Amazons and the Atlanteans went to war and they yeah. don't talk to each other. And here yeah. they are, an Atlantean and an Amazon, and they're expected to work together in this. And like, he's like, I don't have any fucking problems with you. That war wasn't mine. Yeah. Like, I don't know shit about your race. We he mentions about how much he, he himself dislikes the Atlanteans. Yeah. He's like, I don't like them any more than you do. And she's like, I don't have a problem with them either. I wasn't part of that war. Like, yeah. And then when he says, you know, my people have a saying and they said it and then she said it. And he's like, how yeah. about that? Like we both like both our people say that. I guess we're not so different after all. Yeah, it's it's very much. Like. It's just like like growing like you grow, you watched him grow in that yeah. moment. Like, how about that? And like how neat, dude. And even then, the partnership is still kind of skewered. Like there's that moment in the Superman fight where Flash accidentally bumps into him and mm -hmm. he looks at him like that was your fucking fault. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he points at him like that was all I'm you. Sorry. Like like that was you, dipshit. Yeah. Like so, I had him. So before we uh we close this out, man, I, I wanna I wanna make two points about about this. And there's uh speaking of Aquaman. There's a scene where uh, he grabs a bottle of whiskey mm -hmm. and he's and he's walking out in both versions. He walks out in slow motion to the ocean as the water crashes. This scene, I think, definitively shows the difference between these two directors. It's yes. the, it's uh, the choice of song that they use. Right. Exactly. Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon uses uh, Icky Thumb by the White Stripes. Mm -hmm. OK, which is a good song. I'm Great not saying. Song. It's a great, it's a great song, song, right? But it's a pop yeah. song. It's a pop mm. song. Zack Snyder uses freaking There is a Kingdom by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Mm -hmm. Like, how many people today know who Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds are? Yeah, no shit. Like, like and, 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 and it makes it, 
It's the exact same scene, the exact yeah. same shots, the exact same like slow motion, but the music makes the emotion different. You know, very different. You see this guy. And in Joss Whedon's version, he comes across as this badass who's yeah. just like, you know, like, I don't give a fuck about anything, man. I'm going to take this thing. I'm going to throw it down. And I'm going to, you know, go do my thing in Atlantis. It comes off but, as more of a wrestling entrance in Zack yeah. Snyder's. Like, just walking down to the ring being mega cool. The way I look at it, uh, Zack Snyder's version, when there is a kingdom playing, mm-hmm. it comes across more as this this loner, this guy who, who doesn't think he has anybody. Yeah. And he's not drinking to look badass. He's drinking because, like, he's, he's alone. Yeah. He's by himself. And even know? the way, like, when he walks in, it's different. Like, when he brings the guy in from the store yeah. and he throws him on the table and everybody's looking he's at annoyed. him like... Yeah, like everyone's looking at him like that's still not a human. Yeah. Like he's not human. They still look at him like he's not one of them. And the yeah. Atlanteans do the same thing. They look at him like he's not one of them. Like he's supposed to be the king. And like exactly. why why him? He's not one of us. He's half human. Like it, it reminds me of that scene in Selena where he's like, We gotta be more Mexicans than the Mexicans and more American than the Americans. It's yeah. Exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like there there really is a gravity. There's a gravity to that. And then there's the rock and yep. roll James bartender who's very important to the story. No, I'm <laughs> um, uh, yeah, man. Oh my God. <laughs> he reminds you every 20 minutes about how important he is. <laughs> He's going to be played by Diego Luna in the movie. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> probably, a, uh, probably a buff Michael Pena or something. I don't know. No, nah, it's going to be anyway. Diego Luna. It'll be Diego Luna. Diego You'll Luna. see. <laughs> <laughs> my whole body's a weapon, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> but um Okay, so so there's that and there's another thing that I want to bring up that I I really didn't notice. Um uh, I didn't notice the first time. I'll admit I didn't notice until I watched the movie a couple of times and then it was especially hit home to me after watching the Snyder version. Um in Joss Whedon's version, Wonder Woman is basically for lack of a better term just an object black widow she's not she's not a she's not a real character in joss whedon's oh, version no, she's like not. you have you have everybody just fawning after her, especially especially uh aquaman where he's sitting on the lasso yeah. of truth yeah which he's like talking about how hot she is and like, yeah you know and then when the the scene when uh when the flash falls on her and he gets right back up and like and she's just like you know like yeah it's 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 really especially knowing what what joss whedon is uh currently known for yeah it seems a little uncomfortable no fuck a little it's creepy yeah like it's creepy and it's unsettling and it's weird especially after wonder woman and it's um, very insulting, especially after Wonder Woman. It's very with insulting. With what they did with her, with the, with, the, with the way they set up her character in that movie, and they gave her like a three-dimensional, you know, uh, story arc. Yeah. And they continued it with Wonder Woman 84, as flawed as that movie yeah. is. Like, yeah, like but, she was but still can, that character, you know? You still believe in the badass that Wonder Woman is. Exactly. And right. and the fact that, that she is... Uh, she is uh, uh, there for for a genuine purpose, you know. 
But in, in Joss Whedon's version of of, uh, of Justice League, she's an object, dude. Yeah. You know, and she's just there to like connect the dots, and and that's all. Like she's got no emotional. I mean, there's one scene where she's talking about Steve Trevor, but like it doesn't align with the rest of the story that they're telling. See, and then the whole Steve Trevor thing comes back into play, and like her and Batman get into a fight about it. Yeah, and it's so like, what the fuck, dude? Whereas like in in this one. Like when he's talking about the the plane that he's building and she goes, I, I once knew a man who would have loved to have flown it. Yeah. And like Bruce Wayne says, yeah, the best minds in Wayne Aerospace couldn't fly this. Yeah. And, and like, just like, that's it. We don't talk about Steve Trevor anymore. <clears throat> yeah. Like, like, yeah, it was an important part of her life. It was an important arc in her story. But that's not what this is about. Yeah. Same thing with the fight between him and Superman. That's not what this is about. Yeah. Like, this is about a much bigger fight that's coming. And, like, yeah. we need him. Like, I fucked up and we need his help. Exactly. Like, he was trying to undo that wrong and not yeah. just, like, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> like, no, he was trying to undo the wrong that he yeah. committed by fighting him. Yeah. Like, that if he'd have just listened when Superman was pleading to him, like, they could have probably gotten around this, but they didn't. Yeah. Like, they blew it. And, like, because of that, Superman lost his life. There's a real guilt that he should feel for that, that you don't get any of it in Justice League. Yeah. There's a whole lot you don't get in Joss Whedon's Justice League. You just don't get it. And, and they they have the bones of that story. But, unfortunately, the fact the, – the, I have no idea why they did this. <laughs> but they insisted on making it under two hours or at yeah. two hours, yeah. which hindered – I think it, it, it really tied Joss Whedon's arms behind his back when it came to telling the story yeah, and everybody's arms behind their back. Like there was, there was no way you could tell, especially when you're introducing, you're introducing Aquaman, you're introducing mm-hmm. Cyborg, you're introducing mm-hmm. the Flash, you're introducing uh, a Steppenwolf mm-hmm. and everything, and all the weight and gravitas that's going with their stories. And he the had fact, an impossible task. He had a very impossible task. And the fact that he had to do it in two hours, mm-hmm. there was no way this movie was going to succeed in, in the amount that they wanted it to. They wanted, they thought that just because uh, the title was Justice League that people were going to go and watch it. People did watch it for one week. Yeah. And then they dropped off because let's face it. It's not good. When, when, and and I'm going to say this right now uh, before we, uh, before we actually get into it in the next episode, this Zack Snyder's version of the Justice League was made me feel the way I want every movie to feel right this is the way i felt when i went to go watch batman in 1989 Mm -hmm. this is the way i felt when i went to go watch x-men in the theater like it there was this epicness and this giant like this bigness that uh that came along with this movie. And it's not just because of the runtime. It's because everything that was put into this movie had a purpose and everything that had a purpose, like went towards the rest, like it connected with the rest of the movie. It just so happened that you needed four hours to tell it. Right. You know, if he could do this in two hours, I bet you he would, but you can't, you can't. can't tell the story he couldn't hours. do it. Well, he couldn't do it in four. Like this story needs yeah. to and here's the thing and we'll talk about it more next week but like Warner Brothers showed the whole world that if you 
bully them hard enough. <laughs> They'll give you what you want. Do you think it sets a precedent? Do you think we're ever going to get the air cut from, of uh, a... <laughs> um, I, have, I have a very real feeling we will. Like, all kidding aside, yeah. I have a very real feeling that we will. Because here's the thing. There is a new life for this movie, for these stories. Because whether or not... Where DC needs to understand and realize right now if you want to do one-off movies they're great one-off movies are fucking fantastic i cannot wait to see the batman with robert pattinson yeah i know it is just rap principal photography i know and i know it's going to be terrific because it's one story yeah we're telling one story it's going to have a beginning, a middle, and end. You know who Batman is. You know what he does. Come in here knowing who Batman is already. Yeah. Like, it's very definitive. Good. Give me that. Like, I want that badly. And I don't need a sequel to it. If you want to create a universe like this, even Disney and Marvel figured it out. Put it on Disney Plus as a show. Yeah, like make shows. DC and Warner are willing to make shows together, but Snyder doing this puts an open door for more movies like this. Yeah, because if you were to tell me now, we'll talk more about this next week. But if you were to tell me now that in three years, two years, and once again, HBO is like four-hour event on HBO. Zack Snyder's Justice League 2, The Anti-Life Equation. Oof. Are you Oof. not going to jump on that? And Oof. then after that, if in another two years, Zack Snyder and HBO present Justice League 3, The Flashpoint Paradox, like a four-hour event on HBO+, Plus, you're not going to watch it after this movie? Like, let they, me explain they, something to you. You absolutely will. Absolutely, man. And and this this is their hook now. This is their mm-hmm. hook. Unfortunately, uh, we we had we had this viral outbreak in the in the in in the world. It mm-hmm. changed everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now Warner Brothers needs to adapt. You're gonna you can have your uh you're the Batman. You can have your Flashpoint yes. Paradox in theaters. Mm-hmm. You can have your your uh, uh your Wonder Woman 1984. Have this Justice League cinematic universe on HBO Max and yes. give full reign to Zack Snyder because his vision apparently cannot be done in theaters anymore. Right. No, it can't be. It's too big. It's too big it's to be in way theaters. Way too big. Okay. This is the new uh this is the new Game of Thrones. Yes. Okay. Yes, it you're is. Spending, you're spending four, five, six times the amount of money on every season of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Put that money towards Zack Snyder's vision of, if he's up for it, if he wants to do it. I he hope he be. wants to do it. I hope he's, so. He's even said Bring he has, that he has no... Of money up to his house, dude. <laughs> he's even said he has no interest if he doesn't have complete creative control. Yeah. Like, this is what happens when you give him complete creative control. You get yeah. brilliant shit like, like his cut. And I cannot fucking wait to discuss it next episode. I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, 
major, major, major spoiler alerts, guys. Yes, and that's I, why that's why we're waiting. We're waiting we're, uh, to to actually go into the uh, uh, the the Zack Snyder's version of Justice League because uh, we want to give everybody a chance to check it out, and we want to give everybody. This is like the most up to date movie that we're doing on the show. <laughs> yeah, we're we're recording the the Joss Whedon Justice League two days after Zack Snyder's came out. Yeah. So, like, you guys have some time, you know, we'll be on later next week, and then you'll have the week after that. So you have time to see it. Um, I can't, like, I cannot recommend this movie enough. Like, the, yeah. well, Snyder's, like, you can skip over Whedon's. Yeah. Um, if you want to sit and watch Whedon's before you watch Snyder's, like, I, I, I guarantee you, you'll want to, if you ever plan on watching Joss Whedon's Justice League and you've never seen it before, and you ever do like, hey, I'll watch it sometime. Watch it before you watch Snyder's. Um, yeah, you so, will hate Whedon's afterwards. Putting a lid, putting a lid on on this, I will say that just uh, Joss Whedon's Justice League does have a place, right? And it is uh, putting it on TV uh, for your for your ten year old kids to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's it's very it's very lighthearted. Um, it's very PG thirteen. Like a really, really low PG thirteen. Yeah. Um. It's it's got its moments, um, and the action is really good. the The story is cut from the legs, but like, I watch it like whenever whenever I'm I'm at home and and like the 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 kids and my wife are asleep, and I'm drinking my beer and I got nothing else to do, dude. I'll put on Justice League and just listen to it while I play with my toys. Yeah, it's a fun movie to watch when you're, like, bored and you just want some noise on. Exactly. Joss Whedon's Justice League is fine. Um, In comparison, like, you're comparing golden shit. Yeah. Like, I, I know it sounds radical, but it's the truth. Like, you are comparing gold to shit. Justice League um, is a movie, and Zack Snyder's Justice League is a film. It's an experience, very much um, an experience. And I, I can't recommend it enough. Like, I, 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 and I know some people are like, "I'm so burned out on superhero movies," and I understand. But this isn't an ordinary superhero film. Yeah. Like, it's not. And we'll we'll totally discuss more about it next week when we talk about. Zack Snyder's Justice League, or as I like to call it, the real Justice League now. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, I I I don't hate just uh, Joss Whedon's. It's just that, uh, and and you know, spoiler alert. Zack Snyder's is just better, guys. Seriously. So it, re- watch, it really does go without saying. If you are able to go out watch the uh, uh, watch Zack Snyder's Justice League before you check out our. Um, our review that's going to be next week because we're going to spoil the hell out of everything. We're going to talk about every single thing that has to do with Joss Whedon's with uh, J- uh, Zack Snyder's version. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to go into depth and uh, they're going to be tear shed. I'll tell you that much. Very much so. Yeah, <laughs> very much. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to call it a week. And then next week we are going to dive headfirst into the four hour epic that is Zack Snyder's Justice League. So until then, I'm Will. I'm Batman. I mean, I'm Bob. <laughs> you kind of broke up a little there, but you know. Oh, okay. did, did I? Did yeah. I? Okay, so okay, let, let, hold on. Let, let me let me set it up for you again. Hold on. Okay, until next week, I'm Will. And I'm Batman. I'm just kidding. I'm Bob. <laughs>
Does it work? No, my Does it work the second yeah. time? Did it work the second time? You got it. Yeah, yeah. You got it, man. You got it. <laughs> what what a great time, way I... to end to end Justice League review, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With a punch. Funny, man. There was a uh, there was a, I, I went to go uh, see Metallica a long time ago, man, and they were uh, uh, playing Enter Sandman. And you know that part where it's like da na na na, and then boom, that part yeah. they fucked that part up, and. Yeah. <laughs> And Lars Ulrich stopped. He's like, no, 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 guys, stop, 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 stop. Let's do that again. Let's do that part again, man. Like, you, you guys don't deserve that. We fucked up. Let's do it again. And they did it again. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's so cool. Though. Yeah, dude. So, so anyway. Uh, yeah, man, until next week, that was a uh, movie note up podcast here on RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. Have a good one, guys. Later. Are you looking for great local music? Then tune in to RGVTitanRadio.com. We play everything local, like hip-hop, rock, and country. If you want your music played on our radio station, then send your music to playmymusic at rgvtitanradio.com. Once more, that's playmymusic at rgvtitanradio.com. Be sure to send MP3 files that include the names of the track, album, and band or artist along with cover art. rgvtitanradio.com. We are the 956.